Hi, are you a woman in your 40s, 50s, 60s or beyond? Well, our conversations are for you. Hi, my name's Ali. Hi, my name's Kerry. So why don't you listen to our chat today? Hi, it's Ali here and I'm with Kerry. Do you have a big lifestyle change that you want to do? Have you got a habit that you want to change? Have you got a should that should be a must? Well, this podcast is for you. So Ali, what lifestyle change are you doing at the moment? Okay, I have started to eat far too much sugar and I did a little bit of investigation into it. And as a woman, I should only really be having 25 grams of sugar a day, which is six teaspoons. And I'm shocked on how much sugar there is in foods that we eat every day. So I decided at the beginning of this month, I'm cutting out all refined sugar. And yeah, it's blooming difficult. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it must be so hard. There's hidden sugars in everything, isn't there? There is so much hidden sugar in stuff. How anyone can actually have only 25 grams of sugar in a day is beyond me. So... Are you noticing that there's certain food types, like, for example, cereals, where there's a lot of sugar that someone that wasn't looking wouldn't really realise? Yes. First of all, even though I don't eat low-fat foods, anything that's a low-fat food has high sugar in it. Okay. Yeah. So yoghurt, I would say, is one of the big things. Um, A lot of yoghurts that are low-fat have an awful lot of sugar in it. For instance, one pot of low-fat yoghurt has a fifth of our daily allowance of sugar. Gosh, that's mad. I know. Uh, Another one that really surprised me, baked beans. I eat loads of baked beans. (laughs) Okay, you might not do after this one. Half a tin of baked beans gives you 10 grams of sugar. Oh, wow. So if we're only meant to have 25 grams, 10 grams of that would be half a tin. See, that is shocking. I didn't know that at all. Other ones that we eat quite a lot is things like ketchup and salad cream. Quarter of ketchup is sugar. Oh, it's quite disgusting when you say it like that. So, Ali, with you giving up your sugar at the beginning of this month, what have you missed the most? Okay, chocolate. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. (laughs) To be truthful, I don't eat a lot of yoghurt. I used to eat quite a lot of baked beans, but because my diet had changed, I actually found them quite sweet anyway. But I was eating a bar of chocolate with my lunch. I was eating a big bar of chocolate in the evening. And I just thought this can't be very good for me. So I started looking into it. I realized how much sugar there is in chocolate. Even though I have the dark chocolate, which is about a quarter of it is sugar. But if you're eating the big brands of normal chocolate, 56% of it is sugar. So what are you substituting your chocolate with? Nuts. How are you? How are you getting... Nuts. 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 So you've gone for a savoury instead of a sweet. When I looked at it, I thought, I'm just going to maybe have refined sugar and then go on to something else that is an artificial sugar that might not be as good for me. So I've really gone completely cold turkey on sugar. So I'm eating nuts, pumpkin seeds, still having fruit, because obviously that's a natural sugar. So that's that's the only thing that's giving me the sweetness at the moment. So I'm eating a lot of grapes, I have strawberries, raspberries, etc. Yeah. Now I'm on day 12. And I must say, day seven was particularly difficult, as you knew from my text messages. I was (sighs) climbing the walls, I really needed sugar. But no, I got through that I was fine. Two days later, I'm really, really sad to say that the chocolate buttons, the dark chocolate buttons that were in the drawer did call my name extremely loud and I gave in. <laughs> I was naughty. 
did you? I know. I'm sorry. It's a big disappointment. And I didn't text you to let you know because I know you'd be really mad at me. But no, I gave in. No, I think sometimes though. I mean, it's amazing that you've done nine solid days with no sugar and now you're back to no sugar. Do you know yeah. what you know what I mean? That's incredible. I, I can't imagine. I'm, I mean, I'm not a sweet tooth, but I'm probably eating tons of sugar that I'm unaware of. Exactly. That I'm consuming. I don't know how I'd feel doing what you're doing. It mm. sounds quite extreme, to be honest. Now I'm back on it and I've had my blip. I had the mindset. It's like, OK, that was a day. I'm still on this journey. I'm still not going to yeah. have sugar. I'm reading labels like crazy. I think it's like you, you've just said, really, it's becoming aware of what has a lot of sugar in, which, which you're obviously doing that with mm. looking at all the foods that you have, you know. So it's like a lifestyle change moving forward when you do go back to allowing yourself to have foods with sugar in. Not At least back. now you're no, you're not going back. No, the stuff that I read about how bad sugar is for us and how much we should be eating against what people are eating. For me, this isn't just like an experiment for 30 days. This is going forward of making sure that I keep it as low as possible. Wow. Oh, I thought you were just doing a 30 day challenge and then going to go back to your no. chocolate bars. <laughs> so no. I might then say, oh, I don't know, a Saturday night, I might just have a, a little bit of chocolate. I want it that... Most of the time, I am as sugar-free as I possibly can be. But if my mind starts saying, you know, I want some chocolate, then I'm not going to deprive myself. But I'm helping myself with a few things which might help some of our listeners. Number one, now the chocolate buttons are out the way. I'm not bringing chocolate into the house. Yeah. So I haven't got that calling, come on, can yeah. you eat me? Number two yeah. is I'm setting myself up with other snacks. So I've got plenty of grapes. I've got loads of nuts. I've got my pumpkin seeds, all the things that I can nibble on if I want to. Yeah. Or if you're going out to eat somewhere or something, you know, that's exactly. going to be difficult. You can't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, yeah. This is long term. So you can't say to yourself, I'm never going to do it because no. as soon as you say that you're going to have that. I want it. I want it. I want it. I had that bad blip. Now I've had it. Do you know something? I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. And I've moved on from it. So, yeah, it always makes you feel guilty by having the blip, doesn't it? You well, almost feel guilty. Yeah, no, see, that's what I'm not doing. What feeling that you don't feel guilty? No. <laughs> don't you? No, no. <laughs> because I think those emotions will make it seem like it was a bad thing. Yeah. And I don't want to look at it in that way. I want to look at it as it happened. It was okay. I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought. And I'm holding on to that thought more than oh I was so bad that's really bad I've ruined it and it's funny we're talking about eating a packet of chocolate buttons I know <laughs> eating the most awful thing ever I'm just uh, the worst thing ever yeah so that's how I'm <laughs> my mindset I'm not beating myself yeah. up for that blip yeah yeah I'm saying yeah. it happened and I'm concentrating on the thing that can help me the most moving forward and the thing that's helping me the most is actually I didn't enjoy them as much as I thought I would yeah that's good that's good so with regards to how you feel in yourself did you get headaches did you feel do you feel more tired with less sugar have you, have you had any of those effects um I suppose for a, about day five or six I was maybe a little bit more grumpy than normal uh no nothing really it was just the fact a habit that I had wasn't there and it felt strange yeah. and I was building up to start with that I missed something but as soon as I sort of started looking at it in a different way and saying, well, yeah. this is really good and healthy, what else can I find to eat and take my focus elsewhere? It wasn't so bad. Yeah, it's really good. Thank you. Thank you. Well done. So 
What is your new lifestyle change? Well, my new lifestyle change is to become a bodybuilder. <laughs> Not really. Just a small one. <laughs> just, just a tall, skinny one. So my lifestyle change is that I've decided to become strong and mm-hmm. fit. Mm-hmm. So I want, I, I want to get muscle tone and okay. I want to lose some weight and be, be a bit slimmer so that I can wear a vest with my jeans and not have fat hanging out under my armpits. So I've decided to join a new gym Mm-hmm. and I've got a personal trainer a young lady that wow, um that I go into twice a week for the next month so mm-hmm. I've had a couple of sessions now and I love it I actually Good. love it yep I love going to the gym environment and seeing I think I think a lot of it's seeing people actually because yeah. we haven't for a while with lockdown I love being in the gym environment where everybody's on a mission to get better in their fitness or their body shape you know Mm -hmm. it's like we're all on the same journey together and it's quite nice and quite inspiring seeing other people but the PT is great because she's molding exercises for me my Mm -hmm. stomach my arms um, which I wouldn't have known without her guiding me but I get a real buzz from doing it a bit like you with the sugar it's like I'm excited about having the new journey in my life you know it's a whole new adventure to a certain degree it's having that challenge yeah we can just go day in day out sort of having the same routines the same lifestyle etc etc and we just sort of put up with it and we just think I'd like to do this or I'd want to do that and sometimes by setting yourself a challenge whether it's something that is only for 30 days or it's something you're going to say right from now on I'm going to do you just feel like you're pushing yourself you feel like you're you're actually doing something yeah yeah. And you take the rough with the smooth. Yeah, I was a little bit nervous how I'd feel about somebody pushing me. But she mm. actually, not yet, she's not pushing me to extremes. You know, we're just mm. sort of still finding our feet, I suppose. But I was a little bit apprehensive thinking, oh, she's a young young lady, mm. <laughs> you know. And will I be like, no, I'm not doing it. So what's good about having this PT is that I've got leverage. I'm accountable to her. And I'm going to look forward to my sessions and make new friends. <laughs> oh, friends. but I suppose for you the fact is you've got quite a big driver because of turning 50 this year that it's like you want to look your best yes and I suppose for me the driver is I just want to be as healthy as I possibly can be and I know how bad sugar can be for us and how addictive sugar can be yeah and I have done this on and off over my life that I go I'm just not having much sugar and I really cut it down and then I go really bad again and obviously I have got quite a sweet tooth even though I wouldn't say I have particularly with the other foods that I eat but it's just chocolate yeah a bit like me with cheese yeah that's one thing we need to sort out one day <laughs> I would say it doesn't matter whether it's something that you really want to do like with your personal training even though you were a bit worried about it, but it's something deep down, it's, it's a really good thing, it's a nice thing. Or it's something you're doing that is going against a habit that you love, like me and with chocolate. I think the main thing we all need to find is leverage. And we need to find the why. If you can make your why big, you want to do it because you want to look really good in your top, you want to be strong, you want to be fit, you want to be healthy. Yeah, I want to do it because I know that sugar isn't good for me. Also know the last time I gave up sugar for a month, I actually lost 3% fat in my body. Wow. Obviously, it makes a big difference. And if you can make that why as big as possible and you have leverage, either having a personal trainer that's there and is going to keep encouraging you 
or I'm going to have a friend at the end of my text going, you haven't failed again, have you? That's terrible. Get back on that wagon. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you make your why big, you have leverage, you have something you're aiming towards. It makes it a lot easier. Yeah, definitely. And the other thing is to see it in a positive way. Now, if I said I'm giving up sugar and you said yeah. I've got to do PT because I don't like the way I am. It feels very negative. It feels like we're doing something against our will. Where yeah. If you say, I'm doing PT because I want to be fit and strong and healthy, and I'm going to look amazing in that top. Or I say to myself, I want to eat the healthiest diet. So I have pure energy that gives me the drive to do everything I really want in life. That sounds so much better. Yeah, it does. It actually really does. And I, I earlier on from this conversation, when I said, did you feel guilty? It was such a negative thing to, to say. Mm. and that's why I didn't because I'm thinking and that's the problem is you know there might be ladies out there that want to lose weight and want to eat more healthily but the problem is every time they have a blip they beat themselves up they say what's the point they eat more and they feel bad that doesn't help and it's you're on a diet you're depriving yourself so if you're out there and you really want to lose weight say to yourself I'm eating healthy to make me feel more vibrant I'm eating healthy to make me fit for my children, grandchildren. I'm eating healthy because I want to do something, not I've got to deprive myself of not eating cake, biscuits, sugary stuff, et cetera, et cetera. If you're thinking depriving, depriving, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. Whereas if you think, actually, I've eaten really well today. Oh, damn, I've eaten the chocolate buttons. I'm not going to let you forget this. No, you're not. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, damn, I've eaten the chocolate buttons. But what you have to think is that's the only little bit of sugar you've eaten compared to what you would have normally eaten. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So even though you're like, oh, damn, I've had that. But you're so much better than you would have been if you had, you know, a normal day. Mm. Yeah. And it's also like if you've got a holiday coming up or a wedding or you want to do something like for your birthday, I know you want to look fit and strong and fierce and you're going to look amazing. So that's your driver yeah definitely also my driver is that I had to video myself in my underwear doing a full 360 turnaround oh my god I've never looked at myself from behind with hardly any clothes on and it's disgusting (laughs) but what I hopefully I'm going to see not hopefully what I am going to see is I, I can physically see change with what I'm doing though do you know what I mean so I can video myself in two weeks time and hopefully yes. notice some differences so that's really empowering for me it's Definitely. different with you giving up your sugar because you don't see a result if you know what I mean I think you do because I think energy levels are going to be different because the problem is eating things that are high in sugar give you a false high so you've got some energy and then a really big low and then you feel yucky I'm hoping that I just feel much more energized and I'm also thinking to myself sugar's not good for all of our organs it's not good for our skin so I'm just focusing on actually it's just going to make me feel better and because I'm thinking that slight placebo effect I'm going to feel better anyway and then it's oh but that's because I'm not having sugar so it's that momentum of actually helping me to carry on yeah Tony Robbins always said that sugar was a poison didn't he Mm. yeah I mean, it, yeah. isn't, it isn't good for us. And I think also have a buddy, have someone that makes you more accountable. You've got your PT person and of course me pestering you. Have you done it? Yeah. And then I know that if I text you and say, oh, I've eaten some 
chocolate buttons you're going to go oh come on you know that's such a shame because you've done so well and have yeah. that encouragement and if you're doing exercise eating anything of a change have someone that's with you either to do the journey with you which is amazing or just someone that will keep you focused and upbeat and to help you see that end result help you see the amazing change and what you've done yeah definitely because like you just said wow but you've just done you know a good 10 days of no sugar so that's better than it was before if you're not thinking that way and someone says that you see it in a different light it's like yeah I have done I've done really well yeah because you you might find that people are almost a bit jealous of you doing lifestyle changes well actually if you bring someone with you on your journey then you're doing it together okay maybe other people around both of you are going to say oh why are you doing that why are you cutting the sugar out what's the point I'm eating this and and sitting there eating a big bar of chocolate and then you you give in I mean for me I'm lucky because hubby does like chocolate he is trying to cut down as well which is great but the chocolate he eats has milk in so it's no good for me yeah yeah so that's lucky but if he liked the chocolate that I can eat and he's sitting there eating it every night he's going to be oh I might as well just give in what's he like with you giving up chocolate like because he likes his chocolate too does he look at you and be like wow Ali you're doing really amazing I'm proud of you or is he like oh she's off doing another crazy thing No, he's been really supportive and he has actually tried to cut down his sugar, which is great. And there's a few foods that he likes, porridge that's flavoured. Oh my yes. goodness, the amount of sugar in those are ridiculous. And he, he likes the flavoured ones. So he's now only having that once a week, instead of maybe three times a week. And he's not eating so much chocolate, et cetera, et cetera. So he is doing something, which that's is good. great. But your influence on him is good then. Exactly. He's having an influence I, on him. And I think also look at yourself as a leader look at yourself as showing people around you what to do do what you feels right for you I just like what you've just said is see yourself as a leader Mm -hmm. bring people up with you you know I like the fact that my boys are seeing that I'm going to the gym and I'm Mm. doing exercise and that's quite a motivator for me because I want them to think well mum's doing it so it's something that should be done but also you can see your change your lifestyle change as actually some me time you know for busy mums out there or you've got work that you're doing your nine to nine and you're exhausted if you then think right I am going to go to the gym or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that take it as your time you saying that totally just hit the nail on the head after my, my last session as I was driving home I actually thought to myself that was amazing because whilst I was doing my exercises I didn't think of anything else in this world nothing Mm. I was just thinking of what I was doing in that moment in time Mm. so work wasn't thinking about I wasn't thinking about anything anything and it was really good Mm. really good um like me time yeah Yeah. even though I was exercising and that was hard but it was just it was actually lovely not to think of anything definitely and if you can take those things and this is what I, I think the biggest tip is when you're doing it even write it down any bonus for doing it so you could say me time good influence on my boys I'm feeling fitter all those things so when you have a time that you're thinking oh yeah. my goodness I've got to go to PT it's the ridiculous time it's late at night it's early in the morning I'm exhausted I've got so much to do you can look at your list and go that's why I'm doing it it's going to help why. with leverage and your why yeah, and good you idea. do it because that's the difference between a should and a must yeah I'm going to do that Ali actually that's a really good idea mm. It does. It really motivates you. 
if you look where you've got high standard in your life, you know, being a, a parent or your work, or whatever, we've discussed this before, they're all musts. I must right. have this standard. I must do this, etc. You look at an area that you're not very good at, maybe when it comes to where you're losing weight or exercise, there should. Oh, I, yeah, I should do it, but I'm tired. Oh, I should do it, but oh, not today. Well, if you Mine. change that to a must, get yeah. your leverage get a buddy, someone that's going to, you'll be accountable for, put down your list of the things, what it gives you, how it makes you feel, and just keep on doing it. One day you're going to realize that actually it's your new standard. It's yeah. a must and you love it. Yeah, totally. Ooh, waiting to get there. <laughs> <laughs> what we do is in about a month's time, we will do another podcast on how we're doing. Obviously, I've had a blip, but I'm back on it. Kerry's really just starting her journey but she's really determined and in about a month's time we will let you know if I've had any more blips and and how big Kerry's muscles are and if her pictures of her backside are better exactly. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, anyway great chat matey and we look forward to speaking to you all next week bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.